0: Welcome to the Artist Academy Podcast, the audio version of our Facebook Live series, Art Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists like you that it is completely possible to make a great career out of this art thing. And if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop over to facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday at 8pm central standard time. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as FastPro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to AdvancedMember.com, that's AdvancedMember.com to learn more. Hey there! So I am so excited that you're here taking the time out of your day to listen, whether you found this podcast through Facebook or Instagram, or even better, a referral from a friend, however you ended up here, I am so glad you did. And let's just dive on into it. I wanted to record a short little intro before I hit go and make this podcast live, which is crazy to think about. And I'm going to tell you all about the Artist Academy, what it is, and then give you some actionable tips at the end of this episode. Things that you can implement into your practices now that will significantly help you in your pursuit to becoming a full-time professional artist. At the time of this recording, I've actually already recorded the first five episodes, so I've gotten to sit down and talk with some of these amazing artists in the form of a Facebook Live. Thank you, internet, (laughs) and hear their inspiring stories and daily work habits and tips and tricks and just all the fun stuff that I feel artists don't share enough of these days. So I've already talked to these guests and enjoyed talking to them so much that I thought, Hey, Why not make our conversations into a podcast so that more people could hear this and hopefully be inspired to pursue a career in the arts or keep with it if they are currently in that pursuit. I firmly believe that today is the best day in our history to make a living as a working artist, and I want to inspire as many people as possible to take the leap or take the baby steps or whatever you need to do in order to live out your passion as a working artist. And I know, I don't need to remind you that with social media, personal websites, online galleries, Etsy, and just all of these other things readily available at our fingertips, that now is also the easiest time in history to make money selling art. However, even though the barriers to entry are relatively low, the barriers towards effective execution. Are relatively high. So what do I mean by that exactly? I mean that almost anyone these days can pop up a website and offer just about anything for sale, but it takes strategy, consistency, dedication, and all of the little things as well that nobody tells you when you're first starting out that really just it makes a difference. And this podcast, I hope to point out those little things, those less talked-about things, the less glorified things that all artists need to do in order to be. Successful. Now, I have a list of questions for all of these artists that I'm interviewing, and these questions might change in the future, but for the first five episodes, they've pretty much stayed the same. I first ask every guest to introduce himself and to provide you with a little backstory outlining how they got to where they are. And as your host, I thought it would be a good idea, I guess, to tell you my backstory and give you a little insight into whose voice you're listening to and whose voice will be in every episode from here on out story started as a little kid, as all of ours, and I was really interested in art, but my grandmother was the artist who kind of just brought art into my life. Like, she was the one who bought me the art supplies from the very beginning, who really pushed and just showed me that, like, hey, this is fun. Maybe you should try this. And I inherited my artistic skills from her. So I, I remember just way back in the day, her trying to teach me um, how to paint things realistically. I and I, I remember being like, "No, I think I'm just gonna paint it pink, Grandma." And she was like, "Okay," but she tried. So her my first few lessons came from her. And although she's not around right now, I know that she would be super proud to see what I built. And I wish almost every day that I could just like email her like we used to regularly. And just talk about it. But moving on, I so I never really took art seriously until college. So even in middle school and high school, like, you know how some people, they just kind of have like the eye for it. Like you, you probably have like a little bit of an eye for it. And I think that's how we all start. We all start with just some natural ability that we have to build up. Like none of this is completely natural. Where we are now, where I am now, and where the professionals are now, they've built it up. We've built this up through years of practice. So One thing with the podcast, I just want to really drill that into people's heads, like as many hours as you can get with for practice, that that is the key to the or the building blocks, the foundation of your art career, as many hours of practice as you have, it's just it's going to be so much easier to build your art career. And so starting now is the best thing. And I should have taken my own advice back in the day in middle school and high school. I remember my art teacher Miss Lind, she would, she would almost beg me like, "Please slow down, take your time on this project. Like you could, it could be great, but you're just speeding through it because you don't care." And I'm like, "Yeah, I I don't care. I'm I'm gonna go play basketball. Okay. Anyway, I have so I have other things to do. Chase boys. (laughs) Anyway, so." in middle school and high school, I never took it seriously. I was like, I can't make money with this. Being a working artist isn't a real thing, right? (laughs) And it wasn't until college that I really, I don't know, I don't even know that I really realized it then either. But I was like, well, I have to choose a major. So I'll just choose painting. So when I started out at Missouri State University in 2008, eight, I started majoring in general business. And I kept that major for about a year. And then I took a painting class. And I just, it's just, it's one of those like moments that where you're like, I wonder if I could just do this instead of doing business or accounting or, or marketing, like I just I feel more at home here. So I switched my major, which actually added on, another year into my whole college plan, which totally messed everything up. But I was like, okay, this is my passion. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna trust my instinct and just kind of instincts and just gonna go with that. So I switched my major to art education and painting. I was going to double major because I didn't think painting alone could get me a job after college. I was like, okay, and any artist that I know is a teacher. So maybe I'll just teach. I'll teach middle school or high school or maybe college. And I'll I'll, I'll make a living doing that. Because again, being a real artist isn't an actual thing, right? (laughs) And so I was double majoring in art education and painting with a business minor that I had enough credits for. And then towards the end of it, I dropped my art education degree because I just kind of realized that like, I loved art. But just in, so like, my professors were kind of prepping us to go get art jobs. And like, you know, it was my senior year and they were all like, okay, your, your next step is to do student teaching and then hopefully you get a good teacher there that's about to retire so that you could take their job because art jobs are scarce and art programs in schools are getting cut and it was just a really competitive field. And I was like, what? Like, I am going to have to fight to go make not that much and possibly, you know, lose hours later on if, if my program gets cut. And I was like, no. And I didn't really have the, just the motivation that some of my other colleagues had at the time or other classmates. And so I was like, I'm just going to take this degree in painting that I have and go with it. And I'll just kind of see what happens. So after college, I filed for an LLC, I named it Paint It Red, hence I'm a redhead, if you didn't know, and uh, so I did a little pun on that, and did Paint It Red LLC, and I started painting logos around town for local businesses, because every business loves their logo, and they want it painted everywhere, and that just kind of caught on through word of mouth, and it was mostly a side hustle for a while, I was do I would do a little bit like a project here and there, like maybe one a week. Maybe, then it got to maybe two week. I was out networking. I, I mean, I was meeting a lot of people. And I met the right person who referred me to Bass Pro Shops, who their calligrapher and sign painter was quitting and they needed someone to take their place. And so I promptly raised my hand and said, yes, I will, I will work for you. Yes, I, I, I will paint for you. Let, let's do it. So I signed contracts with Bass Pro Shops and promptly went on the road and all over North America for with them for about three years. So they were opening new stores all over. We opened some in, I mean, Vancouver and Tennessee, Texas, Florida, literally everywhere. They were hitting a really big growth spurt and opening up. I don't know, maybe like 7 or 8 stores a year at one point. And so I would I went on the road and helped paint their new stores, whatever they needed, murals, calligraphy, logos, anything. And that lasted like I said for about 3 years. And then here recently, a few a few years ago, they just stopped building as much, which is totally fine. And so they stopped needing me quite a bit. And so since I was contracted, I was paid per hour as whatever hours I worked. Um, They didn't need me a, a whole lot. So since I was contracted, it was up to me to build up my local clientele. So I started just networking around town more and doing a couple things for free. I started doing some street art here and there. I painted a set of butterfly wings downtown to try to get this street art movement going because Springfield, Missouri, where I currently live, where I'm currently recording this and work, it's, I mean, there's just not a whole lot of art downtown or... Anywhere. And I just saw it as a blank canvas. And was like, I'm just, I'm gonna fill it. and Nobody else is gonna fill it. I'm gonna fill it. So I painted some butterfly wings. We did a greetings from Springfield mural, um, just a bunch of different stuff all around town. And now I'm finally to the point where people are catching on to it a couple years later, and asking me for to do street art for them to kind of like build on this street art movement, which is amazing. And Yeah, so I just built up my clientele a little bit through street art and a little bit through word of mouth and a lot of it from just posting regularly on social media and yeah, and just attending charity auctions, just doing all this stuff, doing a lot of things for free in order to get a lot of business. And currently in April of 2019, when I'm currently Recording this, I am booked out about 90 days in advance with mural jobs, so stacked up until mid-July, and I am so thankful for that, but I'm actually having to remind myself that I am so thankful in order to distract myself from just being really stressed about it, because right now, being booked this far out, I'm having to almost turn away jobs, which I hate, (laughs) but it just kind of comes with it, and who knew that you could stress out over having too little And too much for me, I know, but just for me to be completely transparent about where I am at my career right now, it's a little stressful, but it's fun. And I'm so thankful. And it's just amazing to be a working artist and not have to rely on any other kind of job to pay my bills. And on top of that, I recently decided to start the Artist Academy free Facebook group and paid membership group where I share tips and tricks and just all the things. We do group challenges and we do uh, motivational challenges almost daily daily. And this is just kind of a place to connect and inspire each other. And then the membership group is where I do live teaching and give them access to a bank, basically, of tutorials on art business and painting and whatever an aspiring artist may need to start a career and just advance themselves quickly into the working world of being an artist. So you can actually find more information about the membership group. If you go to advancedmember.com, you can learn just about everything you need to know about joining it. And then you can also go to our free Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash artist academy. And in there is where we do our live art talk Tuesdays. So if you guys ever want to join in live and have your questions answered, that's where you go to. Now, I created this Artist Academy free Facebook group and membership group because I know all too well what it feels like to be an aspiring artist, but just not know where to even start. I know what it's like to think of being a full-time artist as some type of mythical profession that luck has a huge part in and to wonder if I could ever really actually get enough people interested in my art to keep me working enough to pay my bills or profit at all. Like, I know the feeling. I've also had that lingering thought of, what if no one takes me seriously as an artist? Um, how much would I have to prove myself in the business world to actually survive? I'm going to have to meet a lot of people. I'm going to have to do my own sales. Like, is that even possible? Like, should I hire someone? I've also wondered, am I good enough? too many times to count. And I wondered how I could ever measure up to those who had way more experience than me. Like there, I'm sure there are people out there that are creating art that have been in it for a long time, and I couldn't even measure up. So how do I even get started, you know? But now that I've been in the game long enough to know better, I have three pieces of advice that I strongly feel that if you do all these three things right now, like you just start right now, you'll quickly propel your career advancement process forward. My number one piece of advice and number two, I'm just going to clump these two together because they're very related. The first one is to paint every single day. And the second one is to share that progress every single day. Now, I don't care if you suck right now. And actually, you're probably going to suck a little bit in the beginning. In fact, you're going to suck more right now than you ever will. And then you'll get better. So but if you practice every single day, for at least 30 minutes a day, and we actually do an exercise like this in the Facebook group, uh, we actually in the middle of a 100 day challenge, which is our longest challenge that we do, but we do seven day challenges, 30 day challenges. And that's just To get you painting every single day. Spending 30 minutes painting or drawing or creating whatever you're doing. Whatever you need to do to advance yourself. Because putting in that practice now will will propel your art career forward faster than anything. You can go out and market yourself, you can do all these things, but if your skill isn't advanced, it just, it makes it just a little bit harder. And you can start marketing yourself now, but just be practicing as well. So the first thing is to paint every day. And the second thing is to share your progress every day. And if you're painting every day, you have something to share every day. Even if it's just a little bit of progress, just share it. Social media makes it so easy. Imagine talking to artists way back in the day. Like, just imagine. Like back in the in the renaissance area. These artists are spending all day painting these walls wherever they are and <laughs> just paint the picture for you. And they're done at the end of the day. And the only person that will ever see that that day is who's in the town. If, if they come by or just them or somebody just that happens to walk by in the market. This is kind of just kind of an, an out there example. But Imagine going to them and saying, Hey, if you take a picture of it with this little machine right here and you post it on this other little machine, you can make thousands of people or hundreds of people, hundreds to thousands of people see your artwork in five seconds. They'd be like, What? So but that's what we can do now. And it takes no effort. And I don't know why we're not doing it that so painting every day, and then sharing what you're painting every day, those two things, just reminding people online, that you're an artist, are two things that you can do. Because in the beginning, I thought that I needed to meet all of these people, I needed to meet more people, I needed to Maybe have a gallery one day. I I needed to do all of these things before I could start painting and start sharing. But it wasn't until I started sharing every day and I started painting that things started to happen. Because if you are showing people what you're doing, that gets passed on and you never know when someone might need a project for their grandma or they might need a birthday present or they might need anything, but they don't know to even think about you unless you're putting yourself out there. So every day and post every day. Now the third thing, so I have three tips that just going to start you out. The third thing is to reach out to someone who knows more than you do. Ask someone for help. Someone who has been there and done that, figured that problem out, paints better than you, just find someone and ask them for advice. Find a mentor. We try to figure it all out ourselves and we really Don't have to. We don't have to at all. (laughs) I answer every single DM or email that I get if it's an artist asking me a question. Every single one. You will not get ignored. If you genuinely have a question about a project or a process or anything, I will respond. And other artists will respond too. So if it's not me, find someone local in your area and not necessarily ask them to be your mentor, but just maybe ask them to sit in on like a day in their life. You know how um, they had career days back in high school? That's kind of the same thing. Just message an artist, ask them to sit in. I've actually had this happen recently with murals. A local artist uh, wanted to get into murals and she messaged me on Instagram. She's like, hi can I just sit in like, uh, and I was like, yeah, come on. Like, heck yeah. And she, I actually put a paintbrush in her hand and had her, had her help me too. And it just gave her so much experience because she had an upcoming mural and she wanted to be prepared and she had no idea what she was doing. So I gave her a lot of knowledge that I had just for free. Like people are nicer than you think. And it can really help you out by just you just reaching out. So the, the, the takeaways here, my three biggest pieces of advice. Paint every day. Share it every day. Remind people that you're an artist every day. And then find a mentor. Find someone who is doing something at the level that you want to be doing at and copy them. And I don't don't say copy as in exact, but put your own spin on it. See what they're doing. See what works. See if they'll give you advice. Like I guarantee that they will. Okay, so I'll hop off of my soapbox now and wrap up this intro to this podcast, but I just wanted to give you an idea of what to expect when listening to the following episodes. Like I said, I'll be interviewing other full-time professional artists and just chatting with them and getting their opinions and motivations and backstories and tips and tricks and all the things that we just don't really talk about all that often, but needs to be talked about and things that aspiring artists need to hear and learn in order to more easily make their way through the art world. Okay, so I'm going to cue the exit music and hope you enjoy the podcast version of our Facebook Live conversations every Tuesday. Also, please excuse some of the audio, since it is in Facebook Live. That technology doesn't allow us to use mic upgrades yet. Maybe Facebook will allow it in the future, but for now, it just lets us use the mics use the mic that's on the phone. So uh, my method is done is better than perfect. And I will see you inside the Artist Academy Facebook group, which is facebook.com groups slash Artist Academy if you want to show up live. Enjoy the podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. A program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time art business. I've been a professional artist for over five years with paintings in several different countries and a client list that includes high-profile companies such as Fastpro, O'Reilly's, Duck Commander, and many, many more. So I figured out what it takes to build an art business and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. Go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Also, if you ever want to join us live and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'll see you next week.